Welcome to another episode of Jordans and Jazz. Again, I'm your host, Juan Williams. And for those of you that don't know me or are new to my show, I'm a musician uh, and I teach uh, piano and guitar lessons, mainly with the focus on jazz, funk, hip hop, R&B. Uh, I also worked at an athletic shoe store. And that's where the start of my sneaker collection begins. So if you're a fan of sneakers, a fan of music, uh, you are definitely in the right place. Again, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you're new to my channel, hit the bell. Also like the video or dislike the video, depending on uh, you know your take on today's topic. Um, it's a little bit i think it's going to be a little bit different than than kind of topics that i've handled before in the past but again make sure you subscribe hit the bell for notifications and hit the like button uh, for me also follow me on instagram uh, that's where i do also share my kicks of the day uh, post videos of me uh, playing the piano or guitar sometimes maybe even bass you might get might get a bass uh a bass uh, video in there here you know here and there i also share some of the music that i'm listening to uh and subscribe to twitter uh at jordans and jazz uh that's where i do have uh, notifications on when i do go live again i do go live every tuesday at uh 8 p.m 8 p.m central uh central time so again subscribe to the twitter at jordans and jazz uh, ig uh, at Jordans and Jazz. Okay, so I get about my notifications. Also, if you are a musician and you're looking uh, for any uh, practice tips or or some lessons, uh, go to my go to my Patreon, uh, the, the Jordans and Jazz. Join. It's five dollars. It's a great way to support the show. Uh, also, like I said, it's uh, I have the Jordans and Jazz lesson series on my Patreon. Uh, where I do give, I do have lessons and uh, tips and tricks for for you musicians out there uh, to maybe give you a little bit different perspective on, or give you some ideas for your for your practice time, or even you know some some things for you to work on. So now today's show, I just I wanted to talk about uh, censorship, and before I get into uh, the topic, I wanted to share my kicks of the day, which are the jordan 5 uh flight suit i don't know i guess it's just it's just a jordan 5 month <laughs> going on <laughs> yeah I, I i ended up getting like i said i ended up getting a couple a couple jordan 5s that, that just recently got released 
and I I took a I took a W on finish line <laughs> to get the uh, the broken back backboard uh, Jordan Five. So that's that's my uh, kick up kicks of the day, and uh, so let's get let's let's just I just want to jump right. Let's just jump into it, and uh, so the garbage in Oprah, but your kids don't live in the South. Hold on, I'm sorry. It was it was recently. Uh, that's a video I'm gonna show. We're gonna go over that video just a little bit later. But recently, it was the 32nd uh, anniversary of Ice T's uh, "The Iceberg," freedom of speech. Just watch what you say, okay? And it it just so happened that that uh, that this that this album came out 32 years 32 years ago, and some you know things going on in the news is uh dave Chappelle, right dave Chappelle released uh, uh a new uh comedy special uh on netflix called the closer and that comedy special is not without controversy right there's there's a lot of people cancel dave dave is this dave is that you know and it just it just so happened i mean it just reminded me of how uh of how some you know some things haven't changed and really is you know is cancel cancel culture is that is that really new right like i said everything just kind of comes back there you know not, there's really no new idea out there okay and i remember you know i remember seeing this this album and i now i, I was i was i was pretty young when this album came out but i do remember seeing this in the record store and I always want, you know, I was wondering, I was like, what, you know, what is Ice-T trying to say? Okay. And so what happened was, is that uh, during, during the late 80s, uh, you know, uh, rap music or music, just music in general, there's the, the music started to become a little bit more controversial. Uh, not just with hip hop, with rock music, heavy metal music, there, you know, so music lyrics and the lyrics and the content of music became a little bit more controversial. It was changing. And to me, no matter what music has always, art has always been somewhat controversial. And there, why is that? People are controversial. Artists have a perspective. And people, and so they they create art based on their perspective and controversy. Okay. So one thing that you know, um, one thing I do remember is is the the stickers that had to be placed on on these albums, and the you know the the uh, parental uh, warning uh, stickers. And that was really a compromise because uh, Tipper Gore, Al Gore's wife, okay, really wanted hip hop music to cease from being created. That was, I mean, that was really her goal. Her goal was to make sure that that there were no more hip hop albums being created. And one of the artists at the center of this controversy was Ice T, okay. And, you know, Ice-T, like many other um, hip-hop artists, had controversial lyrics. Uh, I mean, other other bands had controversial lyrics, too. Uh, but I want to play this clip from uh, 
the Oprah show with Ice-T, who is on the panel. And funny enough, the who's on the panel is uh, the other Juan Williams, right? And me and the other Juan Williams have two totally different perspectives on <laughs> on uh, this idea of uh, what art is and what, what should be played. But let's let's take a look at this clip. Type of garbage, you know, but your kids don't live in South Central Los Angeles. 387 of your kids didn't die last year. My audience isn't your kids. If they are, they want to know what's going on in my neighborhood. Freedom of speech is freedom of speech, yeah. Yeah, I want to pick up on something, two things. One, Juan Williams said that the music industry is marketing this as the form of music to sell. That's just one aspect of between Tracy Chapman, Living Color, within the world of rap music. There's public enemy who, are, who have some problems, but are basically black nationalists. There's Tetsasonic, who are humanists, who, who preach black education. There's uh, Boogie Down Productions, who are in a similar vein. Let's not say all rap is one thing. It is not one thing. Rap is not a monolith, just like R&B or rock is not a monolith. It has to be taken artist by artist. Point two is that when you take an artist like Ice-T or any number of rap artists, what they really do, from my point of view, is describe the reality of the world they live in. When I was a kid, I read Native Son. It's one of the books that made me want to be a writer. That is a book that a lot of people would want to ban right now because of the depiction of violence in the world that Richard Wright depicted. To me, what Ice-T and some of the better rappers do is depict the world that contemporary urban youngsters live in. We can't be afraid of it. It's the reality of their lives. I think it's a, if there's anything, it's a postcard mm -hmm. that tells us... We can't be afraid of it. Is it necessary to promote it? I think it's necessary to realize that it's a reality and to say that these records should not be played... Nelson, where's the, where's the line between validating and exposing? I think the problem here is you have a lot of groups who are out there validating racism, validating, celebrating the violence. And I think also we have a very distinguished panel. We're missing one element to the show. There are no producers or distributors on the panel today. And this is an economics, an economics issue as well. And so far it's been a no comment uh, approach on the part of Warner Brothers, Geffen Records and others who are making the big money. Well, they support. should be represented I, here. Yeah, you will say what I say. I own my own record label. I own a label uh, that's distributed by Epic Records. And, you know, we, I don't say you have to make a record any particular way. When an artist comes in to me, they say, I want to make gospel music. I said, make the best gospel music you can. They say, I want to make this, make it. The, I let the artists do what they want to do. I own that, merchandising companies, a whole bunch of other things. Well, let's address the issue of economics. Well, money is what, I mean, you're going you're gonna to sell, to me, I'm in, I'm in it because I am an artist. I try to treat my artists like artists. To be honest, record companies are after money, but they could have never conceived making a record like N.W.A. They wouldn't have said, let's make a record that says that to make the money. That's what the artists wanted to do. The record company's job is to put the record out there. Mm -hmm. That's all they want to do. Tipper? Well, I would hope that both artists and record companies would put a higher value on our kids. We all share a responsibility for the values that we transmit to our kids. We have freedom of speech in this country, and you have a right to have lyrics that abuse women, that use racism, but we have a right to speak out against them, and we also have a right to alert parents that this is being marketed aggressively to very young kids at a time when they are forming their opinions. Yeah, you say that. Yes, sir. Okay. I would like... Oh, wow. Okay. So just in that that small uh, excerpt from uh, the Oprah Winfrey show back, I think in 1989. Now, if you want to go back and watch the video, the the, the video is in you know it, it's out there on YouTube. You can you can go and check out uh, the whole sh the whole show. Uh, there's another video uh, somewhat on this topic, and it's on the Donahue show, and it has uh, two live crew. So another uh, another uh, controversial uh, 
you know, hip hop group from uh, the Miami area. <laughs> you know, every, <laughs> you got to know Uncle Luke. I don't know if you, you know, if you don't know Uncle Luke, I, I don't, I don't know why you would even care about this conversation. But, um, so yeah, I mean, it's a lot to take in, and. So one point I wanted to, you know, talk about is how Ice-T explained that uh, the artists make music and the record companies could not come up with the idea, let's say, of an album that N.W.A. made. Right. They couldn't they couldn't come up with that. And there, there was an audience for this art. OK, there was an audience for this art. And the record companies put out the album based on their business model because there was an audience for this art. Okay, and let's take uh, Dave Ch- Dave Chappelle's comedy special. Netflix could not come up with a creative comedy show that Dave Chappelle provides. Right, like Dave Chappelle is one of the greatest comedians. Okay, I mean you you can argue that point. Whatever you know, however you feel about Dave Chappelle. Uh, I think he's a great comedian, okay? But Netflix, Netflix, you know, they have to, they, based on their business model, they know that there's an audience because there's people like me that want to see Dave Chappelle, okay? And I've seen Dave Chappelle live probably three or four times. He's come to he's come to Minneapolis, and I've definitely, you know, been to his show three or four times, okay? So he comes out with a comedy, comedy special. I watch it. There's an audience for it. Netflix... Netflix puts it out based on their business model. Now, one thing I, I just wanted to point this out. So one, as much as I disagree, right, I, I disagree with Tipper Gore. There is one thing I do agree, agree with. And just like I have a right and an artist has a right to create the art that they believe that they need to create. You also have the right to say that you don't like their art. You have a right to disagree with their art, okay? But what I don't think should happen is an artist being censored. So I don't agree with an artist being censored. So uh, getting back into it, so what was the, so really what was the outcome of this discussion? What really happened, right? So there, these warning labels went on, went on album covers, uh, the artists actually had to pay for them. Now, the artists it, now what artists are making uh, per uh, per album, they they had to pay for the sticker. There was they were really like, I guess uh, there is some part in the, uh, in the show where they they talked about how the the cost to produce the, the cost to put it on the album was, you know, was I don't know, it was higher than the cost to actually produce the sticker but anyway so so they had to so the artists also had to pay to have the sticker placed on their album okay well based on the pressure from tipper gore and her organization and similar organizations artists did face uh economic pressure to change their art over time what do I mean by that? What you know what I mean? Change their art. It seems to me like things things are still controversial. They are, or things are you know things kind of tiptoe the line. But what line are they tiptoeing? And at what point do do they uh, do they tiptoe the line of getting canceled? 
so artists right like they still have lyrics that that are questionable but those lyrics can only be directed towards people who look and act like them okay now as soon as an artist crosses the boundary they do face social and economic repercussions if their art crosses the line what do i, what do I mean by that i i mean I, I i don't know if you've seen the dave Chappelle special or any or something you know i don't know if you've seen it but essentially what what it what he's saying is a hip-hop artist can say in his song in no particular words that they could shoot another black man in their music right they could in their lyrics they could say they could shoot another black man but if they cross the line and say anything that that any other protected class deems offensible they they are subject to social pressure culture right uh the cancel culture and economic repercussions as we've seen uh by the baby on some of his comments during uh, a concert that he uh that he was uh, performing at and that was that was their goal and now it's my opinion that artists have the right to create art based on their perspective and their creativity if their perspective and creativity crosses the line i do not believe they should be canceled and or censored okay that that's my perspective i i I believe that artists have the right to to make the music that they that they want to make so let me know your thoughts in the comments uh again if you, you can you can agree with me or disagree with me uh but i'm on the side of the artist making the music even if i don't like the art okay even if i don't like the art some art i like some art i don't like right and that's the if so those are those are things that you know that i think about but again let me know in the comments remember subscribe to my youtube channel i hit the bell for for any notifications hit the like button or hit the dislike button Uh, if you disagree leave a comment you know tell me tell me what you disagree about on this topic uh again follow me on instagram uh share my kicks of the day also some of the music i'm listening to uh maybe some of the music that i'm listening to might be a little controversial or you don't like the lyrics in the song let me know okay um also follow me on twitter uh at jordans and jazz uh again i do uh go live every tuesday at 8 p.m but i do send out a notification when i am live uh on on twitter at jordans and jazz and if you're a musician uh, join my patreon for my jordans and jazz lesson series definitely got some good tips and tricks in there for you uh some lessons so check me out on on the patreon and it's also a good way to support the show patreon is only five dollars um so just remember keep your kicks fresh and your groove tight peace